And welcome to the Speaking For Him podcast on this mid-May Friday. This is a very special day as we'll be talking moms here on the podcast today. I'm Adam McNutt alongside the host of the program, Mr. Andrew Gomison. Adam, it's great to be with you and folks out there in Radio Land. I hope that you have had an opportunity to do your Mother's Day shopping. If you haven't, you have exactly 48 hours <laughs> or something to that effect before the big day arrives. But um, I'm very excited today because my mom is someone that's very important to me. She led me to the Lord and taught me to love him. And that's, uh, you know, so she has a stake in what I'm doing here on the Speaking for Him podcast because without her love and influence, uh, I would not be here today doing what I'm doing. And I really appreciate uh, that. Um Adam, I know you have the quote of the day, but before you do, is there anything you'd like to say to your mom? Yes. Uh, thank you for always letting me eat your food when I come over. I appreciate that. Uh, no, in all honesty, I just, I, I, I just, I love you so much because you have guided me. You've always been there for me, even today. Being 23 years old, you know, you're always there to take care of me when I'm sick or if I have a problem, and. Uh, you guys definitely have the most underappreciated job, probably, title out there because what you guys do, and mom personally, what you do for me, uh, I, I am eternally grateful. So I love you and just thank you for everything. All right. That's great, Adam. And now let's uh, let you take it with the quote of the day. All right. Would this be copyright if I said I wrote this by myself or my mom? Or uh, probably can't do that, huh? <laughs> well, it, it is a good quote. So, uh... <laughs> all right, this is for you, mom, and all moms out there. This comes from Mr. David McKay. It says here, "The noblest calling in the world is that of a mother. True motherhood is the most beautiful of all arts and the greatest of all professions. She who can paint a masterpiece or who can write a book that will influence millions deserves the plaudits and admiration of mankind. But she who rears successfully a family of healthy, beautiful sons and daughters, whose immortal souls will be exerting an influence throughout the ages long after paintings shall have faded and books and statues shall have been destroyed, deserves the highest honor that man can give. And I think that quote is Fairly self-explanatory, especially given the way we began this show. Yes. But I hope that you mothers out there will think about this quote and that you'll be encouraged to keep on keeping on in this sometimes arduous but always important task of motherhood. And so now it's my privilege to move us into our main segment today. I have the privilege of having my good friend and... Uh, kind of adopted sister, Amy Hildor, <laughs> into the studio today. Uh, Amy is married to Chris, and they have two boys, Noah and Elliot. She is a stay-at-home mom, and we're very excited to have here, her with us to talk about some of the joys and trials that she has faced uh, since becoming a mother. So thank you for coming, Amy. Thanks, Andrew. It's nice to be here. Uh, well, we'll just jump right in. Uh, Amy, tell us a little bit about your family. Well, Chris and I met in... Um, October of 2007, and so it goes back that far. Um, and then we ended up getting married in January of 2010. We had Noah in October of 2010, so if anybody's doing the math, they understand that we had a honeymoon baby. <laughs> so we were very blessed by that. Um, and Elliot came four months ago in December, and so we have Noah, who's three and a half, and Elliot, who's four months. 
So you must be very busy right now. Yes. I am very busy right now. <laughs> a little sleep deprived too. So yeah. it's all right. You'll catch up on that in about fifteen years. I heard. So. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. Uh, my mom still worries about me. So <laughs> my mom's my mom still worries about me, and I'm going to be thirty nine soon. So it never goes away. Well, I must be a, a master uh, radio technician because I got a woman to say her age <laughs> on, on the podcast. You cracked the code. But, <laughs> yeah. but she doesn't She doesn't look a day over 30. No. Well, thank you. you. And that's so, why you're my friend. <laughs> <laughs> so, all right. Well, moving right along. Um, tell us a little bit about what you were feeling when you found out that you were going to have a baby, especially – given that it was a honeymoon baby? Well, I think that I was a mixture of elated and very shocked. <laughs> I knew that, that I wanted God to bless us soon, and we obviously wanted that, but it was, it was definitely a mixture of emotions. Um, but it was definitely worth the wait. It was, I've already said my age, so I got married a little bit later. I started... <laughs> Um, having kids a little bit later, but it was worth the wait. And um, I really feel that God, you know, put me in the right place at the right time to meet my wonderful husband and um, bless us with children. So, and my patience is not my strong suit, so I think he knew that he needed to to bless us right away. So. <laughs> yeah, and I, I, from what I've heard, I mean, I'm not a mother. I would never will be a mother. But <laughs> but from what I've heard that, that you know, the kids uh, teach you as much or more than what than what you endeavor to teach them, so I really hope that that holds true uh, in the the lives of our listeners and in your life as well, Amy. Um, so we kind of talked about this, but as you were contemplating uh, becoming a mother, how did you feel about being ready? In that moment that I found out I was pregnant, I was very ready. I thought, okay, God, let's do this. You know, I was, I was very excited. Um, and then you have him, and they send you, you know, send him home from the hospital with you, and you're like, whoa, <laughs> am I ready <laughs> Game for changer. this? Yeah. I mean, it's, it's kind of shocking. They just send you home. They don't send you home with a handbook or anything. Um, and so it was a little, it was, yeah. It was, I think in that moment I was like, oh, am I really ready for this? And that's when you turn to your faith and the people around you and, you learn how to be a mom. Okay. Um, Adam, do you have any questions? Um, I do, yes. Uh, well, first off, if I don't mind, too, if I can make a comment, I actually love your story so far because, you know, I think there is kind of that persona in the world a little bit of, oh, if you're not married by like 30, then <laughs> yeah. you're kind of out of the game. An and, old maid. Yeah, right. Yeah. And, you know, that's not the truth. I mean, it it, it, like you said, it's in God's timing. And I think that is really, really, really cool. Well, her story gives me hope. Let me tell you. <laughs> yeah. Well, you know, I think it gives a lot of people hope because I think we have that kind of cap time there where it's like, oh, late 20s, 30, I'm not married yet. Does that mean? But you never know what God has planned. So I think that's very cool. Um, okay. So I do have a question for you. Yes. What is the biggest perception about motherhood that changed for you when you actually became a mother? Like instead of just hearing about it, now it's happening. Right. What, what were kind of the things going through your head? You mentioned a little bit about when you brought the baby home, but – just in general about motherhood for you now. Well, I think I had, first of all, I had a wonderful role model. My, my mom is amazing. So I think that I, I strive to be as good of a mom as she was to me. Um, 
But I think, especially being older, I thought, you know, they hear about that mother's intuition and you think, well, I'm older, I'm, I'm just going to know what I'm doing. And I think that that did not happen. <laughs> <laughs> I'm reading the books and I'm asking my friends and I'm calling my mom and I'm saying, how do I do this? Right. Um, so I think that that point about being a mom definitely was different. I just thought it would come so naturally and it, it didn't necessarily for me. Um, but if I can be as half a good as a, mo- a mom as my mom is to me, then I've done something right. Well, and, and if I may say, one of the one of the best things that children can or parents can do for their children is to be in a place where they admit that they're not perfect. You know, I think sometimes parents think, well, I have to be perfect for my kid. But really, what has made the most impact in my life is my parents admitting their their failures and striving to be better than their failures and realizing through them that when you make a mistake, um, the, the key to success is not denying it. The key to success is brushing yourself off and getting up and trying again. Absolutely. And so I just want to be an encouragement to you, Amy, and to our other listeners that that being forthright about your failures, um, in a discreet way, of course, but being <laughs> forthright about them can be very beneficial to your children. Um, so uh, now you have two children. I do. How was the transition from one child to having two? It it's going well. I people kind of scared me about having <laughs> having a second one. They're like, just wait, and I'm like, oh no, what am I getting myself into? Um, but it's going really well. I think that the biggest change is, mm-hmm. I guess, finding a balance of you know having the things that I have to do. I have to clean the house. I have to do the dishes. I have to do the laundry. I mean, that's something that just needs to be done. Um, And finding the balance of taking care of a a very small baby and who needs a lot of care and nurturing and then making sure that I take the time to, you know, play with Noah and, you know, get down and have that fun time. And I think that's been the hardest transition, I guess, um, from going from one to two children just finding enough of me <laughs> to go around <laughs> to all of the hats that I wear. Um, but it but it is going well, and I, I pray a lot. <laughs> well, and that's, that's great. Hopefully one of the best things about uh, being a mother is that it will continually strengthen your faith and your relationship with God. Uh, I know that my mom ha- has learned a lot. She always said that um, that... 11 is easier than two or three. <laughs> so I, I I know that you're probably not going to have that many. but I don't think so. <laughs> but it does, you know, it it can be overwhelming, but it's one of the, the best investments that will be made. And I think that we need to have a better view of it in our society because people, you know, people do pay attention to what society believes. And if society is going to constantly portray children as burdens and and they're just too difficult to have or you can't afford them or whatever the lie may be, then people start to believe it. And so we need to stand counter to our culture. We need to realize that God has given children as blessings. It's one of the few things 
in Scripture that God directly calls a blessing, and so we as believers need to do that. And so um, I will roll off my soapbox now, but I just wanted to put that out there. Um, Amy, what would you say has been the hardest thing for you about being a mother? I think the hardest thing is feeling like I'm doing good enough for my children. I think that um, there's a mommy guilt people talk about <laughs> of, of making a, a snap decision and thinking, gosh, I shouldn't have done that, um, and doing a good enough job for, for my children every day. Um, like you had touched on before, you, ha- you have to admit your faults, and sometimes I have to go back and I have to say, I'm sorry to Noah because I did something wrong. Um, and those days that you feel maybe you didn't do the best job that you could do for your children and you just want them to grow up to be happy and healthy and, and great kids and you want to do the best by them. Um, and you crawl into bed after that long, exhausting day and maybe shed a few tears and ask God to help you the next day. And you get up and you do it all over again. And the best thing is when your children come, run up and give you a hug and smile at you and and Noah's working on saying, I love you, Mom, as much Aww. as I would like him to. <laughs> but he gives me those hugs and he gives me those smiles and I think, gosh, okay, it, it, everything's all right. We'll, we'll get up and we'll do this again tomorrow and it will be good. So I think that's the hardest thing about being in the mom is that feeling of just wanting to do so right by your children and wanting them to have the best that you could provide. So. Well, that's exciting. Again, I, I haven't uh, experienced having children, so I don't know what that is from a personal standpoint, but I definitely see my nieces and nephews and watch them grow and watch them experience the world and develop their personalities. And I realize just what a joy children are. I've always been that way. Uh, My parents raised me to believe that children were a blessing. And so I always got excited, whether whether it was brother or sister number eight or my last sibling number 12. You know, I, I was just as excited uh, to see my last sister born as any of the other ones. And it was kind of funny because when I was younger, uh, after my parents had like five or six, people started, you know, kind of being negative about it. And so my parents would tell me last because they didn't want me to blab to anybody <laughs> that they were having another baby. And so... <laughs> Because I was always so excited about it. It was never something that seemed to be negative to me. So um, I just I just think children are so fun. And yes, there are frustrations. But you know what? We were children once too. We, we put parents through the ringer too. And so when you put it in that perspective, it helps us to realize that we can help them to learn and grow and become great human beings, and that's the best thing we could ever do for somebody. All right, well, we just have a couple more questions here, Amy. We thank you for your time today. Um, do you have a Bible verse that encourages you, maybe maybe in general, but maybe even, if just, maybe even specifically when it comes to your role as a mother? The one that has been on my heart and in my mind and going over and over and over again for the last few years is First Samuel um, chapter 1, verse 27. Um, for this child I have prayed and the Lord has granted me what I've asked of him. Um, the journey to have Elliot was a little longer than I 
wanted. Um, like I said, I'm not very patient. I have a friend who we, we joke and say, if God could submit his agenda to us, that would be really great because it, <laughs> it would be really nice to know uh, what's coming. And in that journey of having Elliot, um, I had two miscarriages, and it was heartbreaking. And I kept thinking, what, what do you want of all of this, God? Do you want us to have another child? Is this, and, and my friend said, he wouldn't have put it on your heart if he wasn't going to give you another child, at least in some capacity. Mm-hmm. You, know, you don't know how you're going to get there, but, but you're, you'll get there. And so First Samuel chapter 1, verse 27, kept rolling around in my heart and in my mind. And um, So when we found out we were having Elliot and everything was going well, I thought Samuel needs to be in his name somewhere. So his name is Elliot Samuel. Oh, very um, cool. Because I prayed for him so hard, just like Samuel's mom prayed for, for him. And even, you know, having now Noah and Elliot, um, that still, you know, I, I want to be able to pray to God and, and have him help me be a mom and, and grant me what I've, I'm asking of him and, and having that help to be the best mom that I can be. So, And that's that's the type of prayer requests that he longs to answer because that's what he wants. He wants moms and dads who are dedicated to raising their children in the nurture and admonition of the Lord. So I know that he will, I know that he has, and I know that he will continue to grant that request. And we, uh, at the Speaking for Him podcast, will be praying for you as well. That God will continue to help those little boys to grow to be good, godly men. And it's been fun watching them grow up so far. And mm-hmm. I have to say, you know, I, I've known Amy since before she got married. I prayed for her uh, to to find a, a husband that would be a, a good helper for her, that she could be a good helper too. And God sent her Chris. And I've watched their family grow. And it's just been so exciting to watch prayers answered. And I know he'll continue to answer them. And so, um, and my final question for you, Amy, is do you have any, uh, advice as we sign off for people, for women that may be expecting for the first time or are at least anticipating expecting for the first time? I think for those new moms, the ones that are expecting currently or have a a new tiny little one at home is, um, don't be afraid to accept support from people. Um, the people around you, if they say, let me hold the baby so you can go take a shower and actually have time to wash your hair too, um, <laughs> take it. <laughs> if they offer to bring you a warm meal, accept, accept their help. Um, you know, talk to your, your mom or whoever you need to. Talk to your friends and get the support that you need to, to get you through those first few months because it can be a little daunting at times. Um, don't be afraid to talk to God about your joys and your frustrations. You know, go to him and in those times of, of joy and elation, but also go into the times of saying, gosh, you know, I, I need your help and I need to get through this day. This baby's been crying for two hours and, and I'm, 
I'm going to lose it. <laughs> God is there. <laughs> God is there for you. He's He's your 24-hour, you know, chat service on your, you know, the box on the computer on the website. Yeah. You can chat 24/7. It's, you know, God is is there for that purpose. And then also, don't forget to pray for for your husband and for your relationship, because as a mom, sometimes we get lost in caring for our children, and we forget to care for our husband and our our marital relationship and so don't don't forget to to put that as a priority as well well thank you so much uh for being with us amy we really appreciate it happy mother's day to all the mothers out there uh before i sign off i just want to let you know that i am planning to hopefully incorporate a new segment into the speaking for him podcast in the coming weeks um looking at possibly uh the first part of June, maybe uh, the end of June, but we're thinking about starting a hymn story of the day segment. So if you like that idea and would like to send us a message to that effect, or you have another idea for a good segment that we should do, uh, feel free to drop a line to Andrew at speakingforhim.com. That's Andrew at speaking the number for him.com. Until next time, this is Andrew Gomison, the host of the Speaking for Him podcast, along with my executive producer, Adam McNutt, saying to you to have a great weekend and keep serving the best of masters.